ladies and gentlemen, Matt and Joel are here with Entertainment Banter. My name is Joel. And I'm Matt. (laughs) You like that? You did not like that at all. (laughs) I just don't know what I'm going to get with you anymore. No. No? All right. No. Keeps it interesting. Yes, it does. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, Joel? We're a little behind on the times on some of our pop culture references. It's probably true. Did Did you know that teeny boppers these days, I, I don't even know if they call themselves that anymore. I was or, just going to say, did, is that even or a did, term? Or did anyone ever call anyone that? It doesn't matter. <laughs> what matters <laughs> is you that, bring that up? it matters that this generation... This the last generation. It's Generation Z, Zennial, Z, whatever. Okay. Because they, they're the last ones. That's it. Humanity. They are the over. last ones. Well, global warming. Humanity, We're not gonna. Humanity's and over. And the after asteroids. This. You know, take your pick. Well, right. As soon as their generation's dead, that's it. That's the end of it. That's the end of the line. But they have this word that really annoys me, and it was cap. Have you ever heard that before? I've heard the word cap, but yeah, of course, probably not in the context that they're you're, saying you're, it. You're wearing a baseball cap. Yes. Okay. What part of that or word? Or you put a cap in somebody, like you shoot them, right? Oh, fair. But yeah. what part of that word speaks to you as false, untrue, not true, all this shit? None. None of it. None. But that's no. what it means in their little tiny world of theirs. And right. I call it that because they are all online, and we all know how much that shrinks the world. Sure. <clears throat> that is not what we're talking about today. Well, now we're, I'm curious. What is how does how does the word cap represent not true? Matt, I am literally in the same generation as you. Why would <laughs> I know that? Why? I just well, you brought it up because I'm Why just thinking like, is there a other reference to another word <laughs> or action that I, leads to not true? I, I, like Captain Hook's a bad guy, so he's lying all the time. I, Cap, I mean, like, I what the go, fuck? I don't even understand what's well, going on right now. The thing is, it's going, it's coming out. C A P is it like? A, yeah, yeah. Stands and for you, you know, you know the can't. emoji. The emoji is the baseball cap. They use it as like, is it is it true or cap or is it? it I don't know what it. Oh, I don't know what they use, but it comes at a time too when cap also means Captain America, right? So right. I, I don't know. Like, Matt, I went down that rabbit hole because, you know, I, I go on Instagram. So Captain America represents America. America can't be trusted, so it's not true. I mean, like, I don't get it. I don't know. Wow, you went down a different hole. Uh, maybe that's the yeah. hole. I, don't, I know. don't know. I think it's. I just think people are retarded. And I sorry for people that are. It probably is an insult to those individuals. But I'm just every, saying, like. Every generation comes up with their own words. And I get it. Slang and all that. I feel like these words are, this generation is coming with a crap ton of stupid words. They're though, just coming out with words just to be words. Like, oob. Oob. You know, like, that's so oob. You know, I just made that up right now. It's oob. It's I, completely I, oob right now. Do you know what I, that means? I like no, it. No, but I'll make, the, they'll make it up. They'll figure I it like out. I like it. I like it, man. Let's yeah. use it. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's such an oob thing to do right now. I'm down with the oob. <laughs> but the thing is, oob is Copywriting a char- that. Oob is, is a thing. Just like well, Droid for George Lucas. I it's want, also a I want character food. in Dragon Ball GT, foo. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's completely unrelated. It's spelled completely different. The W is silent. Oh, there's a W in it. Yeah, I just added a W. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, no, they, they, 
the thing is, I used to, you know, I watch those Instagram reels and I go down that rabbit hole. I do not have TikTok. That's a racist platform, <laughs> kind of like ours. Uh, I and, can't keep you up. <laughs> Everything's racist. And uh, they, 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 they kept saying like, "Oh, is this blah blah or cap?" I'm like, "What? What does what does cap mean?" So I googled it, mm-hmm. and you don't really get any answers. All you get is that the new generation uses cap as a Stupid. term term for yeah. untrue or not is false, but. I couldn't. I thought maybe "cap" was an acronym. Maybe right. it maybe it right. meant something. No, I mean I'm sure there's more of a history of it, but then I just lost interest because I'm like, sure, they're dumb. What's the point? Yeah, but no, we're here to talk about ghosts and mysteries and Scooby Doo, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I like ghosts. Yeah, something particular. Busting. Ghost, ghost busting. busting. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Not answer the call, but. After Afterlife. After the newest one it is Ghostbusters number four live action yeah. movie, but it's number uh, three finally, in the line of the other two. Right, and I I finally finally had time to see it. Rented out a whole theater. He rented out a whole theater. Yeah, <laughs> I Mister Money to bags. rent it. Yeah, you're just money bags. Uh, <laughs> that's just Matt. Well, yeah, I wanted to be else, I wanted to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Do you really think if you went and bought those tickets where you live, it would have been a full theater? It depends on what night I went. Yeah, yeah. I I purpose, you know, I purposely moved away from the rat race, from the entertainment industry, in the ironic sort of twist of fate, to you know sit down with uh, nature, I guess. And but yeah, I rented out a whole theater, no problem. Oh, it wasn't was like gonna, a small. I forgot to look up the house theater. that that's right next to yeah. you. I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> wanted to see how it's not like, that impressive, but <laughs> it's you know, it's got ocean view. So what are you gonna do? Um, when you say it's not impressive, like is it run down? Like, can I move in it tomorrow if I bought it? No, no, you can move into it. I mean, it's it's not my dream home, but it you could. But the, it's got potential for you know, renovation and tear so down I, and start so over. If I, if I bought it <laughs> and fenced in my land, you'd get mad, wouldn't you? You can't fence in your land. I mean, yeah. it's like yeah, I can. Well, you're gonna have to put. I don't. We don't. We're boring people on the pod. We can talk about it later. I would like, literally. Uh, I would. I could literally put a fence like in the backyard for like a dog for a run or anything like that. Well, the irony is, if you want to be that much of a dick, the trees in front of that house are are owned by me. So I'll just build a another house there, and you can't see the ocean. So you want to keep playing that game? We can play it. Oh, we're gonna be those neighbors. Yeah, we're gonna be those neighbors. <laughs> and then I'm gonna hang up like a really bright light on top of my roof and aim it into your <laughs> bedroom. Yeah, yeah, and I'll make sure my kids get up early and start screaming really loud in the backyard. So you know, my dog will take shits on your lawn every day, <laughs> and we'll scoop it right back up and light it on fire and put it on your porch. It'll be a good, good time. Then I'd pick it back up and put it into a stew. And ew, where are we going <laughs> yeah, with this? No, I don't know where we're going with this. All right, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Well, Ghostbusters so, yes, went, Afterlife. What? A, if what you a haven't good, seen it, a, spoilers. You know, it's way too late. If, if I'm talking about it, that means it's been out for a long time. So no, you, I mean keep it, up. it really hasn't. It's only been a couple of weeks, but. Matt, it, yes, real quick, just simple yes or no. Yeah. Did you enjoy the movie? I did. Now you ask me the question. Did you enjoy the movie? I did. Very good. Pod's over. Pod's Thanks over. Damn it. <laughs> it's actually our uh, first thing we probably agree on that we both like. <laughs> oh, that's movie, true. You're right? right. That's right. I, I mean, think you did. You did like. You did to us. Had mentioned that as well. You did like King Kong versus Godzilla. I did. But, I did. But I think you talked it up a lot. But you I took just, a year to watch it, so it I count. did. Yeah, it wasn't like on the top of my list of things to do. But yes, no, I, no, no. I eventually saw it. Yeah. It was a fun, entertaining ride. There was parts of that movie that was ridiculous. There was parts of this movie that I thought, you know, 
Again, I've said it time and time again. I think the the girl great. Ghostbusters movie got a bad rap. If you're looking at it as like a sequel to the originals, you're already in the Look wrong mindset. Look somewhere else. Look somewhere else. Like I looked at it as a completely own beast. What it, if you watch it, you obviously can see nods to the old films, but it. Long story short, it is way more cartoony, way more campy. It's more based on comedy than it is busting ghosts. So like I can see why a lot of people hated it. Uh, well, for yeah, someone that doesn't you already, like you already politics that. being forced in in the face, like I don't like politics being forced in the face, and that was back when the women's lib thing was going strong. It didn't bother me. I I loved all the I loved the cast. I thought they all did a f- great job. You know, there's like only one moment where I just rolled my eyes, and it has nothing to do with politics. It's just bad acting. But other than that, I mean, I enjoyed that whole movie. So having said that, we're not watching talking about that movie. We're not talking about it. But having said that, watching this movie. Obviously, it has a different feel. It's a different pace. It's it's not, you know what I mean. It, it's it's back to the old school feel where it actually had heart. I don't know how to describe it. The girls one didn't have heart. It was just jokes, which I enjoyed. It was just it, a fun ride. Right. Whereas this, it was not like the Guardians of Galaxy of Ghostbusters, in my opinion. It wasn't the Avengers Endgame movie. It was it was Guardians of the Galaxy. You know Ragnarok, where there's a lot of jokey stuff going on. What you, know? you just mix two movies in one? I'm just telling you, like you have Avengers Endgame, where people are, like crying because you know Black Widow's fallen to her death, and you know blah blah blah. People are disappearing, and you know, but then you got Thor Ragnarok, where it's like you know Hulk's towel falls off, and they're making dick jokes. You know what I mean? Like it's or or Willy Wonka tunnel scenes, you know, and hair cuts that are being threatened by stan lee and you know those are ridiculous fun ride jokes right strongest avenger uh yeah Yeah, right absolutely i feel like the girls ghostbuster was thor ragnarok whereas this was endgame you know what i mean i think that's that's fair but then you're putting the girls ghostbusters in the same universe which is uh which it which is not true they 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 nixed that so right right so i i feel that this was a nice good end to the franchise and a possibility if they wanted to reboot it from here yes i agree with that i really I, i really enjoyed it It was like the last it meant a lot to me because my father really liked Ghostbusters, and he was mm-hmm. looking forward to watching this movie. We, we talked about it, and yep. And this movie was postponed for quite a lot while because of I don't know why. Do you know why? I think it was. I think it was partially due to the pandemic. And, that was, that you know, was a joke. It, that was a joke. No, I'm just. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, like they did it to a lot of films. You know, Black Widow. You know, they take your pick. I mean, they because right. Hollywood was trying to. You know, first they were like pulling movies from the theaters, and then they were putting them only on their pluses. And then now they're like, hey, let's see if we can try to get people back in theater and make that box office revenue again, right? So that right. they waited and it paid off. So that was, that uh, was, yeah, this movie it was just it was just a nice it just it came out and it was such a nice and you got to say goodbye to Harrowamus. I think that's I think that's the hardest part. It, it, yeah, it, it was so emotional because like in the beginning of the movie, you make it feel like it's going to be a scary movie, and it's not. And you you you, th- you know it's Egon that who's there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and you're like, oh, well, you get excited see- because you do. Well, I think I think that's the thing, right? Because like, uh, not to interrupt you, I'm sorry, but it's like a love letter to Harold Ramis. The whole movie is a love the letter whole, to Harold Ramis. Abso- absolutely. You know I mean? And I feel like. I feel like when you saw that opening scene, it, obviously any any movie that starts like what was it the first of uh, 
Avengers movie like uh was a uh, what was it the one where like Thanos shows up right away it's like instant action the the first half of the end game or Infinity, Infinity War Saga, Infinity War right Infinity War like right out the gate it starts bam action boom 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 nonstop right. and uh I appreciate it when a movie starts like that and it started like that he's running you jump you know, right in you jump right yeah. in, but but then the love letter comes into play because it's it's bittersweet because you you want you want to see him so bad you wonder if you're gonna see him like when you go to the movie and you don't know for sure if they're gonna make any tribute to him or how this is gonna play out, and the first thing you see is a guy that looks like him silhouetted most of the time, but it's you know you, you know it's him it's silhouetted the whole time you don't really see him. Yeah, well, you know how like they do that lighting where like sure. the glasses show a little bit, or just a hint of the face shows, but it's all yeah, yeah. But it was, the silhouette—it's it literally his silhouette—and you get it was you can't sad. help but get you can't help but feel like yes, he's in it, but then you also feel like oh, but you know he's not. Really you know he's it. gonna die at the same yeah. time too. Like and it, his... I, it, now let me ask you: Do you because he spoiler he does die in the beginning of the film? Egon's character dies and uh. Now let me ask you this: Did it did it lessen the blow knowing that Harold Ramis was actually gone? You mean lessen like the to blow? see the character disappear because Harold Ramis himself is already gone? We've already accepted it subconsciously. No, no, of course. Like in the beginning, you don't. <clears throat> you, you're you're coming in this movie knowing that the the Ghostbusters have, has disbanded, right? You watch the trailer right. or whatnot, or right. you know that it's afterlife. You, or they've just been obviously gone because Ecto One's I, been rusting away and I in can't a barn. I can't speak for people who have not seen the trailer. I don't know how right. they came in there thinking that, but you already knew something was up. So no, you, you're watching this still. It's still a campy movie. It's still very. Oh yeah. Try, it tries to keep the original comedic feel. So no, when he died right in the beginning of the movie, it didn't. You didn't feel anything. You were, to me, it was just like. We know he's gone. So well, that's what I'm saying. You, I wouldn't say you were desensitized, but you weren't. Uh, you weren't upset by it. You know, like you just kind of knew. No, it you knew it was fate. You knew that this something was happening to to drive whatever plot they're trying to drive in this movie. Right. So, so then, let's let's jump through the meat and potatoes of the film. Uh, meat and potatoes. Well. It, I'll be honest with you. I had reservations originally because what I saw was mostly a kid cast. You know, I'm yeah. like, okay. You literally like, said, like, you didn't want to watch it. I was like, hey, check out this trailer. It looks pretty good. You're like, nah, man, man. <laughs> well, like, you know, the bandwagon thing. It doesn't matter what the bandwagon is, right? If it's girl power, if it's Black Lives Matter movements, if it's, you know, white people are the best or the worst, if it's, uh, Vaccine you know, mandates. take your pick, Asian you know, whatever. And now it's kids, right? It's kids, right? We'll leave the Mexicans out of this for now. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like as the new gimmick, right? Now it's going to be all kids movies, right? Kids are going to be the heroes. Kid Iron Man. Who the hell well, knows, Well, right? think about it. Look at all the old people that are acting and shooting guns. We need we need people that are young. Oh, oh. God, you went there. Too soon? Awful. Awful, man, you, you are. Know, you don't know ex- you don't know what, at all what <laughs> I'm talking all, about. Stop. Is that too dark? Just stop. There's, it is Was a that too bit, dark even for us? A little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> people are in the know. They'll know. Um Jeez, man, you you went there. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> I guess God, I, I, think, I could make well, it worse. It, I'm more it shocked been by a the kid. fact that it could have been a kid on the rust set shooting you're, it off. You're definitely you know, like if, 
more shocked than I thought you would be, and that's upsetting. No, it's just, you know, well, because I think the way that's being handled in the media, too, is also in poor taste. Um, Anyways, I get what you're saying, Kid Cast, but, like, they did good. They did great. They did great. Short round, right? I enjoyed uh, Short Round as a character, a kid character, right? He he held his own against Indiana Jones. You know, a, a lot of 80s kids. Yeah. Mad I props, like Short right? Round. I like Short Round. I mean, I guess you could do, like, Dakota Fanning. You know, like, she just was one of those flukes <laughs> that came out in the early 2000s where it's just a lot of uh, – she did a lot of stuff, and she was good in what for what she did. But I feel like there was too much hype around her. You know what I mean? But these kids, they were, a lot of them were – fairly new they did uh you know they're in other shows right now um but i thought they did great i thought they did a good job i think they did a fantastic job and i ah that was just paul rudd sexiest man alive did a great job sexiest man alive was in that movie and the mother did a great job Um, everybody did it was really good acting i mean we pointed out like it's just weird if you if you haven't seen the movie spoiler the the whole the whole premise that you you have uh, Dan Aykroyd you know she makes her one phone call when she gets arrested the little girl and the funny thing is you notice that the parents I mean not parents Paul Rudd and the mother you can't think of the mother's name at this time but they were talking about how she was worried about her daughter and like she just needs to get in trouble or something and literally like the next right. scene she gets arrested so right right kind of got what well, you wanted it, right right. Well, but, the irony, too, is Paul <clears throat> Rudd already knew she was getting in trouble because they already released one ghost, you know. Right. So he, he, he's like, but don't he, worry, there's time for that. He, he, already, he was helping her get in trouble. It's true. It's you true, know? right? You know? like, so, and Paul Rudd played a great teacher, by the way. Like, I believed his performance 100%. You know, te- I've taught kids in some capacity uh, back in the day, and I can just tell you, like, he straight up nailed it for me, especially after school programs. <laughs> But they, but they point out the, uh, where was I going? Oh, that she, you know, that she would call Dan Aykroyd and he's like, he works at some rundown shop or whatever. And he's no well, longer. Well, it's the shop player. that he had before. Yeah. Right. So it's the <laughs> same phone number from Ghostbusters, like five, 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 whatever. Yeah. But so it's funny that she tries that number. I mean, it's easy number to remember, but she tries it from the YouTube videos. Paul Rudd shows her. About right, her, right. her grandfather, which is kind of neat. Like she's putting, she's putting, she's piecing it together, right? Yes. And it's just you got a small plot hole that it get, pushes the plot because at the end of the movie, the 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 three show up: Winston, yes. Ray, and Vigman. They all show up, and that's fan service because it's totally, it, it it totally is forced scene, but it's it's one of the forced scenes I appreciated just because like it was also an homage to the, it's like. We said goodbye to Harold Ramis is a love letter, but it's also a goodbye to all the Ghostbusters, at least together. You know what I mean? If Winston carries on, great, but it's you know it's the last time. I feel like it's the last time we're going to see all of them together. Right, which is weird because that's when um, you find out the later, like they mentioned, like oh the old firehouse is a Starbucks. So then you see the watch the trail and credit scene and. And no, the firehouse is still there. So who knows? Right. Maybe Winston told him that. You think about it, like yeah, he, he I mean, seemed like he already that, that's owned. That's a great observation. Because um, he he feels like he already owns the firehouse already. You know how he walks in at the end of the credit scene. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's a good point because uh, you're right. Because early <clears throat> on, uh, Ray says that it it got turned into a Starbucks. Which I mean, unless you didn't drive by it for thirty years. <laughs> 
You know, like you would see a Starbucks sign in front of it, I would assume, if you were told that. I appreciate that Winston, like, still carried. Like, I feel like Winston was like that, you know, he was that random guy that came in and answered the calling on how wanted list in the movie. Well, what I like about Winston is the fact that he, uh, he was the, the, he was us. He was like the audience member. He was the average guy that was hanging out with all these people. Like he was like, I wouldn't say the necessarily the heart. Cause I don't know if, I mean, he had heart, but I don't know if that's the right word. Basically he, he brought normalcy to this group of people. Does that yeah, make sense? Like, like he, he wasn't, was the, they he were was all like super the guy I related to the most. Does that make sense? Right. Cause he, he had the three intelligent <laughs> guys that had like these doctorates and Winston came in with probably like a bachelor's degree maybe. And just like, yeah. So you guys, uh, need help <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Like he became like the mechanic. He became the, the go-to guy. Like he was the down to earth. Like they all had these like, Oh, you know, e but he's like the normal he, guy, they all talk right? smart. And they, 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 he'd look at him and go, guys, just, just open the door. Right. You know, right, cause he'd exactly. have that modern, tell. like he was the guy that brought everyone back down to earth. And it was great to see that he, he was paying for Ray's, you know, shop to keep yeah. it afloat, you know? And right. it just, it was good to see that. So who knows if they're going to reboot the series, but it was a nice, little homage at the end. It was almost like a great send off, but the right. biggest send off that was very emotional was that you actually got to see Egon helping yes. her, his granddaughter. Yes. Hold the, 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 the proton, proton pack. pack yeah. yeah. And you never get tired yeah. of that sound. No, no. I mean, and it, what it was touching how they did it too, because you know, as always, uh, all hell's breaking loose and you see her fire at first, which is great. You know, right. and then, but then you see the ghost hand holding the the blaster with her. You know, so that part was really really cool. They aged him well too. They made him look really well. Like aged him well. Well, with them all. they probably used obviously stock footage of a lot of his last interviews because he did right. a lot of interviewing for the Ghostbuster game, which in a lot of ways, in my opinion, would have been a great third movie. Um, so I know we're running short on time, but it's clear that it was an emotional roller coaster to say goodbye to Harold Ramis. It was touching scene at the end. Nah. It was and I we talked about this too where the actors themselves had to say goodbye to Egon. They had their but moment. Clearly right there. it was the it was clearly, you know, not it was method acting, you know, of saying goodbye to Harold. You know Dude, like it, this is their moment. And him not speaking was so yeah. it, it was just so deep. Like he said so much without right. thinking. Like he just looked at him and it was on the screen for a while. You got all three of them, all four yes. of them, really, looking at Egon and started turning into particles and disappear. And they all just stared at it. It was like a silent. It, it was it yeah. was amazing. It was great. Yeah, it was, well done. It was well done. Um, I'm just going to talk two seconds plot. And then, you know. Your the plot. The plot. No, I'm just saying, you know, like the idea that, uh, you know, people made fun of The Force Awakens because, you know, they're flying down a trench again and blowing up a big space station. <clears throat> they're fighting Zool again. Same thing, just different location. Uh, I yeah, liked yeah. the idea that but they Egon weren't driving a they weren't driving a small a, a large boat going at a certain speed and sending off smaller boats. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. But you know, but you know, what I'm saying like the plot itself is almost identical. You got a man and a woman, gatekeeper, keymaster. It was. I, I liked how they I liked it, how they introduced uh, the Gozer worshiper, and <laughs> he gets ripped in half right away because there's a lot of talk of him. 
Uh, he helped build right. and design the building in New York. Well, you know, that's the, that's the new thing these days. Like, look at Jurassic World. The oh, first I know. One. We've talked about it same times, yeah. same thing as Jurassic Park, but did it more as a creature feature. But this this touched on the history of the old film. So, like, you got to see. I like it because you got to see the characters they talked about. It was more. It was more you know I mean? tied to it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, more because tied. it's it's like saying, um, like, let's say we watched Star Wars four, five, and six, and they talked about the Emperor. But we never saw him, right? right. In this well, in this movie, we got to see the emperor. Well, because you, know I mean? you can. Well, you can also compare it to like if you watch Ghostbusters Afterlife without watching Ghostbusters one and two, you right. may be a little confused of why they're sad and reminiscing about this guy. So yes, th- you need the first two still, so they all connect very well. But you can watch Chris Pratt's Jurassic Worlds without ever seeing any of the Jurassic That's Parks. That's true. And yeah. and then you can just go. Someone can tell you all oh, the Jurassic Park and just tell you real quick. And they explain it very well in the Jurassic World movie. Oh, they had, there was a first park in it, and it didn't go so well. It all yeah. went crazy. Then you're okay. You're done. That's all you need. Right. Right. right? To, yeah, that's true. For, to further their plot and their agenda and their movies, you don't need any more than that. But Ghostbusters Afterlife, you need to understand their relationship with Egon and everything yeah. from the other two movies. Yeah. I Egon's character in this. On so it's like I said, it's just a, so many levels. It uh, his sacrifice uh to protect not only his family but the world. You know, uh, sacrificing financially, uh, fin- sacrificing his family life, whatever that may have been or not been. You know, uh, to to build that trap, the ultimate, and that's a cool idea to just have a whole farm be a trap. I thought it was, Ooh. I mean it. Who it's so predictable, but it was so well done. Who fucked Egon? Who fucked Egon? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't think it was Janine. So you that's, don't think it was be, Janine? I feel like that was like a hint. Like Janine could have been. No, because Jan- why would Janine mm. avoid her own daughter? Do you know what I'm saying? And when Janine shows up, she the daughter doesn't know who she is. So I always thought Janine was that mistress. Like Egon messed around with Janine for sure. You know. But who I else like- would it be? Like that's the only. Like you don't have anybody. We, the world may never know. You know, they the just, world. they just, yeah. We don't know who yeah. he had he a relationship he with. Yeah. Intercourse. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I guess uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I thought the cast was great. I loved the quick nods. They did the the Crunch Bar. They did the Twinkie. The they Stay did Puff, Marshmallow a, the kid Man. coming out covered in marshmallows, which I well, was I, brilliant. I appreciated you know? the fact that instead of going with the large, they shrunk them down, and they were just running amok oh in that gosh, grocery yeah. store. It was cute. And they were my, killing, my daughter, they're killing each other. They were literally killing each other. Yeah, yeah. My daughter, oh my who was God. two, was laughing hysterically of those little oh things. Yeah, I'm a terrible dad. I don't she care. Won't re- uh, she won't remember that. She No, she totally was talking you, about it. Like, you remember you, – you rented out the whole theater. Let her do what she wants. That's what I'm saying. But, like, you know what I mean, though? But she she got a kick out of that. When we came home, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I like Ghostbusters, so I bought them the little Matt's, Ecto. Yeah, Matt's a stay-at-home The dad. blasters or whatever. They run around blasting ghosts in my house, right? And so my daughter's like, look, little marshmallows. <laughs> she's blasting little marshmallow men. So she's a Ghostbuster at the I'm age gonna, two. I'm going to throw a ghost uh, marshmallow <laughs> at her head. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I thought the – Comedy was good, and they fixed a lot of shit. Like you know, when they he the Gozer thing asked them if are you a god, they all looked at. I don't know why <laughs> Ray has to answer, but like Ray, <laughs> right, uh, right, yes, yeah, 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 yes. Yes this yeah time. we're yeah. gods, we're gods, yes, we're gods. <laughs> yeah, and can I just say, uh, she's uncrossing Ray, the beams. <laughs> she's uncrossing the beams. 
Uh, well, that's the other thing too is like if she's so powerful, you know, like she's doing all this stuff, but then like one blast from the kid, and like all of a sudden she's un- unraveling again. You know what I mean? Even with the ghost trap working a little bit, like it's just that's where I'm saying like there's there's bad plot leaks. You know what I mean? If people are gonna trash, right? But they're answer perfect. the call with all the girls. There's a but, lot of bad plot leaks with this well, one too. Well, they're perfect plot leaks that go along with the other two movie plot leaks. Right. The girl right. plot leaks were they're picking it apart because no one. Everybody wanted this movie to be the next movie, right? Not that movie. And I think after they released the one with all the girls, I think Dan Aykroyd, well, Dan and Aykroyd Bill Murray, right? I think yeah. I think they all realized that. I think Dan, yes, they, I agree with. I you. think mainly Dan Aykroyd realized we need to do this right. We need right. to finish and, this and, off and right. ended on like we can't have this franchise end on a bad note, right? And Harold's gone. Let's make it like they, I said, a big love letter to the fans and to Harold. You know, the and, girls and, could have been at their own thing after this movie. Right, right. But maybe, yeah. maybe this hit harder now because everybody was waiting so much more for it. I think that's the thing. I think for so long, fan base has been told their pieces of shit across all platforms, and so it was nice to see a franchise come back, sweep up the mess, end it on a good note, and 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 let people know, like, hey, it's done. But you know what? They, they they tied all the loose ends. If if Winston, like I said, wants to carry on the legacy, the torch, these kids want to carry on the legacy, the, the torch, that's fine. I feel like in Ghostbusters, they showed respect where respect was needed. Does that make sense? They honored yes. the legacy. They yes. honored the characters. And they, they introduced new things with these characters. And if they had done that with Star Wars, if huh. they had honored the Star Wars characters the same way, it would have been it would have been different, you know what I mean? Well, Same thing with like Star Wars he- is man by... like now everything. Everyone He Man too. Like I told you, they they the whole show is that is they're trying to make He Man into Game of Thrones. They're just killing off everybody. It's ridiculous. It's well, so first off, Sony owns Ghostbusters, so Well yeah, but Sony owns well did Spider Man. So he still does. To some aspects of it. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. But um Someone's sleeping with someone. <laughs> I'm just saying, at least Sony, I mean, they made Spider-Verse well. So, I mean, maybe Sony's, like I said, the unsung hero right now. They took on Disney, so who knows? We'll see. They won that battle with Spider-Man. They did. <laughs> so, on that note, thank you for listening to Entertainment Banter. My name is Matt. And my name is Joel. I'm done.